This is Rex Mendoza. You know, for the longest time, our clients, financial advisors, distributors, and friends have actually requested us to do videos for them. You know, capturing the concepts and principles that we discuss in our live events, in our training seminars, and all that stuff. We wanted to somehow give in to those requests, but we took time until this happened. Of course, because of this ECQ, we're now exactly forced to do this. And for that reason, I think many of you would have noticed we have activated our YouTube channel. And we want to put most of the things we talk about, most of the things that we really drive home in terms of real investment platforms and, and, and investment behavior, and even investment wisdom, if you may, uh, in all of these videos that you can actually view at your own time. So, if you like this video, please, you know, let us know. And, and maybe in the comments in, in, in that low side, in, in that lower portion, give us an idea of the topics you'd want us to focus on, on the next ones that we're going to do. In the meantime, if you think that this really makes sense to you, please subscribe and hit that bell button so that we will be able to tell you once we post our new videos. So, as I've mentioned, let's go down to the meat of this because we have to put things in the right perspective. I think for many of you who know me, I'm always that perspective guy. I mean, it's not the environment, it's how you respond. So, when I say that, and, and you know, when, when, when people really drive home the point of the response is more important than the situation, I think our power comes from the way we will perceive things. And that's the reason why in a pandemic, in a crisis like this, I would really want to focus on the way people frame their minds. See, the fact that it will be crisis or you know, pain, difficulty, whatever that means, if that's going to be the case, because that person is ready to view things in that fashion. However, that same situation can be an opportunity for another person. But then that other person will have to be ready. That other person will have to think correctly. And that other person will have to put himself in a platform that is solid, a pathway that he's going to be committed to. And no matter what happens, that's going to be a good choice for him. So in the end, it boils down to that perspective. And that's the reason why I get to differentiate a major part of today's video is the differentiation between strategic investing and tactical investing. You know, very importantly, we all know strategic investing is really, really important. But are we really into strategic investing? Why is it that when markets are high, the emotions are different? People's behavior become different. And, and true enough, when, when you know, markets fall, when we get into feelings of capitulation and despondency, people also behave differently. In strategic investing, it's not supposed to be the case, right? So, so let's focus on this. And, and, and the way I drive this, many of you know, is that I look at the very definition of it. How can we be something we can't define? How can we execute on a strategy we can't define? So let's define strategic investing. Strategic investing is an active, continuous discipline. Big words. Active, 
continuous discipline. And I guess we all know what those mean, right? It's just that we never really attached it to a way of investing. So active, continuous, and disciplined investing, where investors' decisions are based on specific goals, risk tolerance, and future needs of funds or capital. What a definition. I didn't see anything about markets. I didn't see anything about growth. I didn't really see anything about crisis. Why? In fact, if we're going to be pushing the definition of strategic investing, then we will get to realize investors do it because of a certain aim. And the aim is what? To remove or lessen the effects of unwarranted negative risk on your financial future. To remove or lessen the impact of negative risks, of market developments. In fact, if you do strategic investing, it's supposed to make you cushioned. It's supposed to make you resilient. And it's supposed to make you react correctly to the peaks and throws of markets. Now, let me differentiate that with tactical investing. Tactical investing is looking at current market forces and maybe optimizing our positions against those. That's pretty exciting, right? It's almost like you want to beat the market. That's why, you know, you heard about this, right? It is not about timing the market. It is time in the market. Let me repeat that. Time in the market versus timing the market. Time in the market is strategic investing. Timing the market is tactical investing. And both work. It's just that for our long-term goals, for the things that matter in our lives, considering our acumen, considering our risk, you know, positions, whether we are ad adverse or we're risk takers, those are considerations for strategic investing. For tactical investing, we look more about, you know, we look more at how the market is moving. What are the factors that make it go up and down? We're going to time the market. So both are great investing propositions. But what is going to be good for you? Now that again is a personal choice. It's exciting to always be in tactical investing. It's almost like we want to beat the market. We want to do better than the market. But is that the important thing? Do you really invest to make more money? Or do you invest to fulfill financial goals? That puts you in perspective now. If you're investing to fulfill financial goals, like having a good retirement, you know, rewarding your family with a dream house, you know, the roof above their heads, educating your children. Those are all long-term goals. And when you say long-term goals and you do strategic investing, it doesn't exactly just optimizes on current market developments. It's a long-term view where optimization and tactical investing can, you know, optimize, can complement. But I guess... What's the most important thing? Is it the fulfillment of the dream? And that leads me to another basic definition. Basically, financial planning is very, very important. 
Financial planning is the process of meeting one's life's goals through the proper management of one's finances. So what's more important? Managing your finances or achieving your life goals? You know, a lot of people don't even have blueprints. They don't have a map. They don't have direction and the pathway. You know what? They call it a financial plan. It takes into account all of the goals you want to accomplish and you execute a plan on how to accomplish it. That's a financial plan. That's a blueprint for the achievement of your goals. And in so doing, you implement what we call strategic investing. That's key, ladies and gentlemen, to know what you really want, to know what you're really after. Because it's always a tendency for us to get down into earning more, beating markets, you know, even beating each other like I've done better than you. Is that important? Because I can do better than you and I don't achieve goals. Or I achieve my goals while I'm beaten by you while you don't achieve your goals. That can happen. So what's the more important consideration? You see, it all gets complicated with many things. You know what? Let me tell you what those things are. Number one, proliferation of so many products. We even tell ourselves, you know, this might be a better product for me or this can earn more for me. So we go into all of these things, Bitcoin, uh, uh, different, you know, hedge funds, you know, all of these sexy instruments, uh, options, exotic. You know, I don't have anything against those. I can even say I'm invested in some of those. But I only invest in what I understand. Which means, if you don't understand them, you're not supposed to put money in them. Whether they earn more money for you, or they have the potential of earning more money for you. Because if you don't understand it, it might not be sustainable. The second is the volatility of markets. When markets become volatile, they make us act differently. And because of that, I go back to that basic notion. The fact that money is all about behavior. A good friend, Randall Johnson, always says, money is behavioral, not technical. Well, that's one of the solid legs behind this perspective issue. We will have to check ourselves and the way we act because markets will always move through emotion. It's not only you know, fundamentals that drive market prices. Many times, it's the sentiment. It's the emotion of people playing the markets. And how do we navigate all through that? It's by understanding who we are, what we want, what are our objectives, what's our portfolio. Does that match our risk appetite? And more importantly, what's our time horizon? Don't you notice, most of the things I've mentioned, are all factors that are within you. So it's almost like I'm telling people, you know what, in navigating markets, especially a crisis like this, instead of looking outwardly, reading all the news that changes from day to day, maybe you have to look inward to understand the real factors that matter. And I said all that. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is basically just mapping out this right perspective. From here, we're going to go into the biggest mistakes you can, you can make 
in a crisis situation, what do you need to do in order to navigate the situation? See, we're going to be coming up with topics one after the other, and it is very, very exciting. And then, you know, it's, it's really very important that we get to share all these because at Ramper Financials, we have people, and that's not just me, we have people who have decades upon decades of experience in capital and financial markets. What does that mean for us? We can probably share with you experiences that have, you know, given us maybe the kind of muscle and the foundation to feel right about what's happening today. Not that, you know, we feel good about it, but we react better to it. That we can see it with a very different light. We can see it with optimism. Not optimism simply today because there can be worrisome things, but the optimism of having to anticipate better times. Because all crises are followed by recoveries. So, I hope that you will await our other videos. I hope you will subscribe to this channel because we have lots and lots of things for you and it's going to be such an exciting journey. Until the next video, ladies and gentlemen, keep well, stay safe, stay healthy. God bless you.